0: I'm really looking forward to this time tonight. I think last week was, if, if you missed it, I think it was a really special time. And if you've not gotten the memo yet, we're, we're setting aside four Sunday nights, and we're on Sunday night number two, especially for prayer. I mean, we always want to be praying. Praying together, it's, it's part of being a Christian. It's part of the way that the church ought to operate. Not just us praying uh, isolated on our own in our hearts, but praying out loud together with brothers and sisters in Christ, crying out to God. It is such a foundational thing that, we, that God's called us to do as his children, to be with him in that way. And for a few reasons, we, we have felt the spirit, uh, the, the pastoral team here and others as well, have felt the spirit really urging us to step back and, and take some special time for prayer, One of those reasons is that right now it's a difficult time. It's a difficult time in our culture. It's a difficult time for the church. Man, a lot of churches, a lot of churches are just facing issues that they've, they've not faced in quite the same way they are facing right now. And so if you talk to pastors and, and, and many, many pastors and churches, there's, there's a lot of great things going on. A lot of great things going on. But I think many of us, we feel that tension uh, in, in our culture right now. And, uh, and we want to pray. We want to seek God in that. Uh, number two, man, we just feel like God is calling us back to a simple devotion, to remember our first love, to reliance on him, to trusting him, to being with him, to laying down our idols. This big phrase from Revelation, to remember your first love. This is the admonition to the church in Ephesus. And we feel that the Spirit has led us to that passage and this is something we've been praying for a year now, but we want to take some special time as a church on Sunday nights to practice, to practice remembering our first love and uh, letting the Holy Spirit, asking him to stoke the fire that we, we once had for many, many of us. And also, we see a pattern of prayer before significant movements of God in the scriptures. You see Jesus Pray all night before he chose his disciples. Uh, you, you see this time and time again. You see Jesus praying in the garden before his passion, before his suffering, his, his death on the cross. And we wanna see God move mightily. We wanna see him move. Do, do you wanna see him move in our culture? We, we need revival. Man, we need revival in our city, in our country, in this world, in our, in our church. We don't have it all figured out. We, 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 we're not uh, operating with all eight cylinders. We need revival in our hearts and in our church. I want that. I want that desperately. But I believe that God calls his people to pray and zealously seek him. So tonight, I want to ask you to do just that. And regardless of where you're at in your faith, if you're a brand new baby Christian, if you've been uh, a follower of Christ for decades, I want to ask you tonight to not sit on the sidelines, but to engage. To engage with your mind and your heart, talking to the Father, communicating with him. He doesn't want you to sit on the sidelines. He wants to hear from you. He wants to move in you. He wants to show himself to you. He wants to make the, the word of God come alive to you and pierce you and change you and transform you. He wants to do that. Did you believe that tonight? Do you, do you honestly believe that, that he wants that for you tonight? So I want to encourage you as we pray. We're just going to have a very simple prayer time. But, man, I am expecting God to move in significant ways in our community tonight. But would you, would you take that step and just ask the Lord to help you to engage, to not be passive, to be honest, to be sincere, uh, to really share your heart and your mind with him? Um, one last thing: When we pray in groups tonight, we do this all the time at Awaken uh, during worship and, and sometimes after messages. Much of the time, most of the time, you pray, and you know you've got the like super spiritual groups that pray for a while, you know, and whoever's bringing people back together, they're still praying. They're like shushing the teacher or worship leader or whatever, and then you got the unspiritual groups that pray for five seconds and then they're talking about the Buckeyes or whatever. Um, tonight. <laughs> I, I, I kid somewhat. Tonight, I want to ask you guys, if you finish praying in your group, just stay chilling and stay kind of in that posture of prayer. And the Lord might bring something else to your heart and your mind. You can pray more than once if you're in a group of two or three. It is perfectly legal to pray multiple times. And, but, but regardless, let's uh, stay in that posture of prayer and not start having conversations with one another to uh, distract the other group's that are praying, so we want to ask you to do that tonight. Okay, number one, this is where we want to start tonight, and that is not so much with self-examination, although this is a little bit of that, but it's more so spirit examination, asking the Spirit of God to search us, to reveal our own hearts to us, to draw us out, to show us where we're at. The Apostle Paul tells Christians in the church in Corinth, test yourselves, examine yourselves, And uh, in in so many ways, that is this prayer from Psalm 139, verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. David is asking the Lord to to show him his own heart and lead him. And I want to take a moment here to uh, just on our own, uh, Get out a pen or a phone if, you, if that's how you write things down. And we'll take a few minutes. Just pray that prayer. You can, you can go to Psalm 139, 23 and 24. We'll leave that on the screen here. Let's bring that up. Psalm 139. And pray these words. Share, share this with God. Um, or maybe we don't have it on the screen, but there, we, have, we have Bibles here. Um, and then where, where are you at? right now in your devotion to Christ? Where are you at? Ask God to show you, to help you see where are you at right now tonight in your devotion to Christ? And uh, just whatever the Lord brings to mind, would you write those things down as you pray? And we'll we'll take three to five minutes to, to do this and then I'll bring us back together in a few, okay? Gonna continue here, and I and, um, just want to encourage you tonight. If you feel like God is doing something really special and, and unique in your own mind or heart, just feel free to go off script. Okay, we've got a way that we're kind of moving through tonight, and we'll see where the Lord leads. But I just want to to give you the freedom to go off script, to pull someone aside, to go to another part of the room, to let's let's deal with what God is pressing on. And if He's really pressing on something as we go through these prayer prompts, I want to encourage you to not move on uh, and stay there until you're confident that God would want you to move on. So next, what we're going to do is just spend some time in adoration adoring the Lord. And, and what I'd like to ask you to do is get in a group of two or three at the most with people around you. And you guys can open up uh Bible to Psalm 103. And this is kind of practicing praying through the Psalms. Just would each of you just find a sentence or a couple sentences in Psalm 103. It can be anywhere in the Psalm. And pray that to God. It can be the same one too as someone else in your group. Pray that to God and then put it in your own words. And you can let the Psalms lead you in uh, adoration of God. So we'll take a few minutes to do that and then I'll bring us back together. God, we thank you that you are compassionate and gracious. Lord, you are good. You are kind. Lord, and this is part of your nature. It will never, ever change, God. Lord, help us to to believe and grab on to these things about your character. Lord, to be changed by them. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I'm going to ask you guys here next to... I just had a piece of paper in it. Oh, it's behind me. It seems physically impossible. Um, So, uh, God calls his people to remember his acts. We see this all throughout the scriptures in Deuteronomy 6.12. Be careful, he says to the Israelites, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Remembering what God has done is a powerful thing in the life of the church. So I wanna ask you, and I'm gonna give you another minute just to reflect on your own, and then I'll, I'll break us into groups. Are there ways, are there ways that God has specifically answered your prayers this last week? Not over the course of your life, but just this last week. Are there ways that God has specifically answered down or uh, answered your prayers? I want you to just reflect on this question and take a minute and write it down. If, if, if there is something that God has done in response to a prayer you've prayed or you believe that to be the case this last week, would you take a minute and write it down? And, and maybe you don't have an answer. If, if that's the case, that's okay. Um, you can then write down something that has happened in the past that you believe this is uh, a specific way that God has intervened in your life and the lives of those around you and, and answered a, um, a prayer of yours. And then the last thing I wanna ask you to reflect on as we spend this time alone in prayer what is a need or desire that you want to ask of God for this next week? Just a little preview, a little sneak preview. We're going to do the same thing next week. We're going to do the same thing next week and just consider, has God answered our prayers this last week? Uh, are there ways that he has intervened and, and come through in our lives specifically that we ought to remember and rejoice in? So is there something this next week uh, that you want to ask God uh, a part of your life, maybe a, a struggle, maybe a, a sin area, maybe a broken relationship. Maybe it's a, a person in your life that you want to pray for that would, uh, would, that God would open up a door for the gospel. There's, there's so many, so many different things, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but consider that lastly. Is there something you want to pray and ask God for this week? So take a couple minutes, do that on your own, and then we'll, we'll break up and pray about some of those things together. Thank you. Let's go ahead and get with a totally different group of people, and you can move to another place in the room, but uh, just real quick, share names, introduce yourselves, uh, don't get into life story or anything like that, just share, share your names in 30 seconds. Jump in to thanking God for ways that he has intervened and answered your prayers in the past. If, if you have something to share, and it's okay if you don't, and then what is this thing that is on your heart? that you want to specifically ask God for and and, uh, remember that you've asked God for it, and we can agree along with one another in those things. So take a couple minutes, find a group, pray, and I'll bring us back together. Lord, we do pray that you'd help us to walk in faith, Lord. And when we pray, God, to trust you and to persevere, Lord, to keep coming back time and time and time and time again. And guys, Jesus knew it would be difficult. It would be difficult. I mean, he told us straight up things will be very challenging, very, very challenging in the church, in the world in the days leading up to my return. It's not just gonna get better and better and be a better rose, it's just gonna be very difficult. Yet still, it's, it's just, no matter what we know, no matter what knowledge we have, it's hard to persevere in prayer, trusting Jesus. He knew that, he knew that, and he gave us the Holy Spirit to urge us and to help us and to empower us. He gave us one another to spur one another on so that we would finish the race, not just, uh, you know, I don't know how you run, do you slow down the last 200 meters of your jogs? I, I mean, I jog like a 14-minute mile, basically, but the last 100 meters, I'm like Hussein Bolt. I mean, I'm amazing the last 100 meters. And God wants us and has given us what we need to finish strong and to persevere, to not lose heart. I know it's difficult. I, I know that. It's difficult for me. But Jesus, he gave us parable after parable, don't give up. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop asking God. Don't stop trusting God. Just don't, don't, don't stop asking. And I hope that is one thing that comes out of this series. I'm going to skip ahead a couple things here, Katie. Um, and we want to pray for our city, specifically that people would come to know Jesus in our city, that people would come to know Jesus, that they would be drawn in, to a saving relationship with God, where they're born again, where they respond to the gospel, where Jesus becomes the king of their life, man, this is, this is the answer that people so desperately need. It's the answer that, that we have needed. And we are in a city and a time full of, of lost people who are struggling and looking for meaning. And so as we pray for our city, specifically that people would come to know Jesus Christ as king, that they would be born again, respond to the gospel. Think of the people in your sphere, in your classes, your friends, your acquaintances, your coworkers, the people that are in the places that you are, your family members, your neighbors. And you can pray for those that are in others' lives as well. We've got a lot of Young Life leaders here that are serving on the high school campus, bringing the gospel to high school students. We've got a lot of college students here, Ohio State, Columbus State, uh, CCAD. There's a lot of campuses in the city and a lot of students that are making decisions for the rest of their lives right now. Pray for the children uh, that are in this church, that they would respond to the gospel. Um, Pray, yeah, pray for our coworkers. Pray for anyone you can think of. But let's take a few minutes here and just pray that in our city, uh, God would move, we can't do this, that God would move and he would open up a door for the gospel. Okay, so find another group and uh, just get right, right praying. Just exchange names, nothing else. Jump right in, and then in a few minutes. Guys, I want to invite uh, Ryan Kavanaugh up
1: here. Hey, guys, man, is this bright? Boy, it's so good to pray with you guys. So, Christian and I are having a little uh, respite. Thank you. Uh, Lyndon for telling me that word it's the right word but uh, we're going to be heading back to china february 20th and next week we're going to spend a couple weeks just with some counselors on our marriage just really focusing on what's most important um, i just wanted to so christian could you come up here too babe that's that hottie coming so we have two little daughters aspen and acacia they're in the back and she's expecting a third we think it's a girl So she'll be due in uh, July, so we're pretty stoked. And uh, so what we're doing, we're in China right now. The reason we're there is uh, we got a scholarship to learn Chinese. The real reason we're there is that we want to make Jesus known to people. And uh, I just can't speak publicly without crying, man. (laughs) But uh, this is really close to my heart. I really appreciate you guys. I really appreciate your prayer. And there have been times, you know, when you guys meet together on Sunday nights, I'm usually walking into class On Monday, because we're a day ahead of you, and there, you know, I think of Paul, and I think it's Colossians one or two. He says, "Though I'm absent in body, yet I'm with you in spirit." And there's just been a couple really key times where I just felt like I was so close to your heart, and I just felt so lifted in prayer. And we need, we need that. So we're transitioning pretty well. I'm a pro at the squatty potty. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty good at the e-bike. I feel like Donkey Kong and Mario Kart surrounded by a bunch of toadstools, like (laughs) zipping around. It's like the best analogy I can think of. And uh, let me think here. Now there's really, I'll just share one other funny thing. So Chinese is a tonal language. So depending on how you like enunciate the the different uh, syllables, it changes the meaning. So like ma is a horse and ma is mom. Ma is flaxseed. So you can, you can get in trouble.
0: <laughs> so,
1: yeah, so you can get in some trouble. And I wrote down a few things because it's just too funny sometimes. And, uh, you know, one time my dad and I were waving goodbye to some friends, and they kind of looked at us with, like, these bewildered looks. So I used Google Translate quite a bit just to see how my tones are doing. And I was telling everybody, you're all doomed while waving <laughs> at them. <laughs> this is too good, man. <laughs> Another time, I was buying flowers for my wife, and I was telling the lady that she should go kill somebody. <laughs> and my, uh, I've told people that I'm not a business card, which is true. And, uh, yeah. I've told, yeah, just crazy things. My dad's favorite is he's telling the taxi driver, trying to give him directions, and he was telling him, I'm trying to take over your government. <laughs> so... I feel like Jesus is just like rolling off his throne, just like watching us. So if you guys are on my support team, you might want to cons- reconsider that at this point. So just a quick update. These are the people that have, a few months ago were not in our life, and now they're just a part of our life. just a couple things of what Jesus has done. Man, we we were just so weak, man. But uh, we've seen three leaders. Now we have eight envisioned leaders since we started. Praise the Lord. And we can rejoice in that. And uh, we've had eight pod groups. Those multiplied to 14 pod groups, which is like teams of like four to six people. Just cool. It's just natural. It's just flowing like a river. We're just seeing things happen, And it's not us doing it. It's just like we're hearing things popping around and I had lunch with my friend Hassan and my dad. He's a guy, if he goes back to his country in Pakistan, he'd be killed, um, that, and, but he's following the Lord. And uh, I ch- tried to give Hassan a vision of his network. Hassan, what are your friends? Who are your roommates? And what are their friends? And we drew a picture. The next week, he started a Bible study with a bunch of people. He's just a teachable, and these people are teachable. They're just excited. Um, we've seen three, sal- three salvations since we've been there, three baptisms, praise the Lord. That has eternal significance, those people will be in the presence of Jesus Christ forever. And in the last 11 months, there have been 11 salvations and 11 baptisms. So that was before we got there. You guys could pray for our security. Can we just clap our hands? Because that's awesome what Jesus is doing. there's some things, I think there's some prayer, real quick, so I'm just going to give you a few testimonies. You go back to that picture. These will be real brief. But Yoshi, there's the guy to my dad's right. He's Japanese. And I I hang out with Yoshi just about every single day. And he goes out and shares the gospel with me. He's not a believer. He came to from Japan, and uh, he was an atheist. Now he believes in the Lord, or now he believes in God. He has read through the entire New Testament. He's just burning down scripture, just reading it like it's hot, which is awesome, because it is. And uh, we were going through a Bible study, John 11, and uh, we were getting to the part where Jesus called Lazarus out of the tomb, and Yoshi re- le- re- leaned over to me. He says, I didn't know Jesus could raise people from the dead. So you have millions and millions of people who just don't know this stuff. Um, those two women on the f- right of the picture, those are, communist te- those are teachers in the Communist Party. We just have to trust ourselves that God is taking care of us, and there's always a concern of like who might turn us in. Um, let's see here. I told you about Hassan. Another girl, Marina, uh, she wanted to know more about Western culture, so she went to the library to find a Bible, but they didn't have a Bible in the library, and that's pretty typical of China. It's really hard to get your hands on them, and, but they, she found a book of a survey of a Bible, and so she has been clutching that like it's her like, best possession, and the pages are all tattered and worn, and... Uh, you know, she saw my dad have a Bible study in the library, and she was walking by. And my dad noticed her, and they were kind of, you know, just concerned about security. And uh, she came up to him and said, Hey, can I join you guys? And, uh, you know, dad, my dad's just a real invitational guy, but he's like, Come on board. And uh, she said, You know, there's a voice deep inside of my heart that said, Come and sit with those people. And uh, she got saved like a week later, and then she got baptized. And then uh, the prayer prompts. If you guys could take a screenshot of this. Really, Colossians 1, we've been praying Colossians 1 consistently. That's just gold. Um, you guys could pray these things for us. Uh, I don't know if we need to, just that we'd be deeply devoted to, in unity, that we be united people, that we'd be loving one another from the heart. And, uh, and we're just seeing that, but just continue to pray to that end. God would raise up many Chinese people. Our vision, we just wanna model some things assist people. We just want to watch and then kind of watch them do it and then peace out. We don't want to like be these guys that are micromanaging them. We just want the spirit to, to set it loose. So please pray that God would raise up many Chinese. What we're seeing, a lot of these Chinese are from all over China. So I just feel I just see this vision of God just exploding China through these tiny little efforts. And this is just one effort. There are so many efforts happening in China. The church is on fire all around this world. As in Colossians, you know, it says the gospel that came to you is Bearing fruit everywhere, and it's so easy to lose sight of that. But even here in America, you know, Paul talked about, you know, I, I had the opinion that America is so hard, but that's just not, that's not faith. You know, Paul was talking in Romans 9, I'll try to be brief here. He, he talked about the hardening of Israel, uh, but in John chapter 4, Jesus was talking to the same group of people, and he says, look, the fields are white for harvest. Never lose sight of what God can do. He just has to speak the word. He's created the stars, and it's just, bam. It's just amazing. And uh, just pray that God would do whatever he needs to do. Um, please pray for protection from evil, evil people, just our own flesh, uh, the Communist Party. They're tightening the noose. We feel it um, more and more. We've had people even tell us, hey, you gotta be careful. We can't talk about this stuff publicly. You can't do that. But we just have to keep trusting the Lord to lead us. Um, I pray that we just, I just agree with Kimball that we would not lose sight of our just simple and pure devotion. In ministry, it can be kind of easy. You just kind of have so much motion and movement. And like, you know, my favorite one of my, I want to want my favorite character in the Bible to be the woman that just poured the perfume out of her Christ's feet. I think that's what he really wants. I'm more like Jonah, just like this reluctant like, person. Um, but yeah, that's that. And uh, let me see here. I think that's it, guys. Try to be a little more organized, but security. And I'll just invite, if you guys have a passion for Chinese people or the Chinese language, hit me up. Because this is a really unique opportunity. The government will fund you to learn their language. And it's just a really unique opportunity. And uh, people are really responding. And, uh, yeah, I just love you guys. Thank you so much for letting me speak and supporting us. We appreciate it. There's a link here you can join up to receive our uh, newsletter and all.
0: Awesome, thanks brother. appreciate you guys. Um, hey, this will be our last uh, prompt for tonight, but can you find another group and, and just pray for these two and all these, all these prompts. So we'll have those scrolling through. Don't forget to sign up for their newsletter too. We'll keep that link on there at the end as well. Lord, we pray that you would keep this door for the gospel open. Pray that you would protect Ryan and Christian, God, and the work that's going on there, Uh, Lord. And and we pray, God, just that, um, Lord, those who are lost, God, who are apart from you, would hear what Jesus has done for them. Lord, we pray that you draw many people to yourself, God, that you would soften hearts and minds. Um, God, we pray for protection, Lord, we pray that, that uh, Lord, any effort to stifle the gospel would backfire, God. Um, Lord, and, and, and I pray for just us here as, as a church, Lord, help us, help us to be a part of, Lord, your, the work you're doing around the world in reaching the nations. Um, God, I pray that you would give each person here a, a personal vision to be a part of gospel work. Lord, reaching uh, unreached people groups, God, bringing the gospel to the ends of the earth. Lord, show us how we can respond and and be a part of that, Lord, um, as as you use every part of the body, Lord, to do your work. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, So the last thing I want to say tonight, and I'm just going to pray and ask you guys to agree along with me in this because, you know, we skipped a few prompts here. We're, we're, We're going a little bit late. This next week, this equip series that we're doing, I think this is uh, something that God has led us in as a church. It is so important what we believe. And it's so important that we have a foundation and a reason why we believe the things that we believe, that we don't just have our head in the sands, but this, the, the battle that humanity is in from the, from the beginning, a, 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 Integral part of that battle has been a battle over truth versus falsehood. You saw this in the garden, you know, believing things that are just a little bit off of what's true. The the consequences can be so significant. And I, I just, I'll speak for myself. I think God has grown in me. I have a passion. I want to believe what's true. I want to believe what's true. And so desperately, I want our church to believe what's true. Whether it's what I've thought my whole life or not, I want to believe what's true and and live in the freedom of the truth. It is so freeing to live in the truth. And this Equip series, this this is just what we're going to be working on. believing what's true, living these values out, being able to communicate the truth of the gospel and and of the Bible and the Christian worldview, being able to communicate it and lead others in it and speak for it. Uh, And so I, I do think it will add tremendous value to your life if you come and be a part of it. Uh, especially if you aspire to lead anything at any point in your life for the church, I want to urge you to just come be a part of this time as we sharpen one another. AwakenColumbus.com slash equip. Uh, Please sign up. Like, I I know some of you are gonna try, oh shoot, I'm supposed to sign up. You're gonna be driving here at a red light or something like that on Sunday morning and you're gonna sign up then. Sign up now just for, for me, please sign up just so we know how many people are going to be there. We got to set up the chairs, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff. That would be uh, really nice. So I just want to pray for this equip series. This is going to last several, several years until we're, we're done with the full, uh, full equip series. So uh, I think it's going to be a big part of what we're doing as a church. Lord, we pray that you would bless this, that you would lead us in the truth. Humbly God, um, Lord, help us to reject things that are just simply not true. Lord, help us to reject them. Help us to be charitable to other, others and especially other believers, God. But I, I pray that we, Lord, would grow firm in our convictions, the, the, the true convictions that we have. Lord, help us to be firm, Lord, to be wise and to be consistent in the way that we live those values and beliefs out, God. And I pray that you'd bless this Equip series, Lord, that it really would be useful, Lord, that people would come to know Jesus as a result of it. Lord, that, that leaders would be empowered um, to, to teach others and to engage with your scripture and standing for the truth as a result of it, Lord. Um, we just ask you to bless this in Jesus' name, amen. This week, guys, let me uh, close this with this call from Colossians. Devote yourselves, devote yourselves to, to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Let's live this week thanking Jesus Christ for the incredible things he's done. Let's be on guard, knowing that there are temptations around every corner. Let's be watchful. Let's be thankful. And let's devote ourselves. I mean, let's be into it. Let's devote ourselves to prayer. One application of that, you can come Sunday nights at 5 p.m. And, uh, and I would especially encourage you to come as we're setting this time, especially aside to pray. 5 p.m. upstairs, third story, same place as the Equip series and uh, pray. We've got a group of people that have been praying, and I think God's been answering their prayers for the last year. So every single Sunday night, you can do that, 5 uh, p.m. Join us for prayer. Let's go in peace and devote ourselves to prayer this week. Amen? Amen.